When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything B. Arthur equals brimstone. I'm Jace with Lex, <laughs> Dawn, and Kenny. Thank you. Thank you so much for <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and listening to us. Yes, thank you. You're the best. Again, it's shocking that this actually goes out over the air. Um <laughs> And people listen. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, we're, we forget uh, that I, sometimes, Jake. We do. I forgot it on Friday. And then I went to the car dealership and a woman was like, hey, I listen. I was like, oh, that's right. We have a job. Um, it is 8.06. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, I was looking forward to this segment because everyone's heard the news by now. We lost Regis Feldman over the weekend. Um, a, a giant in television, a broadcaster, um, uh, just an amazing figure in pop culture, um, especially for anyone our age that grew up with uh, Regis and Kathy Lee and then Regis and uh, Kelly Lee and then uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And I forgot that he was the original host of AGT. And I mean, he just oh, did it all. He was, right. Yeah, he was a singer. He put out albums. Uh, he did local television. He did it all. I mean, he was just an entertainer. And um uh, it, it, it's just very sad. It's a, it really is. This is so overused when icons die, but it really is the ending of an era as far as morning television is concerned. Well, just a few minutes ago, I, I, I just listened to these and, and pulled them. I thought everyone would enjoy this. There's probably nobody better other than his family uh, to talk about Regis than Kathy Lee. Uh, they spent 15 years together on live. And can you believe this? It's been 20 years since Kathy Lee left. Uh, but wow. they, rem- yeah, right. I know that kind of shocked me. Uh, but uh, uh, they remained friends. I think they actually got even closer uh, in the years after Kathy Lee left the show. So I pulled two little bites uh, that that speak uh, to Reg. This first one is uh, the last time that she saw Kathy, or the, the last time Kathy Lee saw Regis. Here she is with her other good friend, Hoda, just moments ago. Talked about your own kids on the show. And I love when we spoke sure. over the weekend, you said, you know, I just I just saw him a couple of weeks ago. So tell, tell us about that. How was yeah, I was up from Tennessee where I live most of the time and of course the first call I always make is to Regis and Joy and they still are here in the summer times and I said can we get together, can we have some lunch? So they came over about two weeks ago. Um, I saw Reach get out of the car with Joy and I, I'd sensed some much more fragility than I'd seen in him since the last time in January out in Los Angeles. So. I had made them uh, their favorite. I hadn't, but this wonderful <laughs> friend of mine, Andy, did. Their favorite thing is called Fruity Damati. And it's just 
big bowl of, of just deliciousness. And we sat and, and uh, right here on my screen porch and we laughed ourselves sick. We always just picked up right where we left on. You know, I was with him 15 years, but it's been 20 years since I left the show. Wow. And we became dearer friends through the years since then, just always, always getting together every chance we could and just picking up, as I said, right where we left off. So we just uh, had the best time. And after they left, I just thought to myself, Lord, is that the last time I'm going to see my friend? Because oh, he was failing. I could tell. Yeah. But um, I then called, of course, I, I don't know, something told me the other day when I was in Tennessee, get on a plane and go home get on a plane. Mm -hmm. And I don't, didn't know why, but I've learned to listen to that voice. I got on the plane, came home, and immediately heard the news about Regis. Called Joy immediately and talked with her. And yesterday, um, drove over to her house with a big <laughs> vat of, you know, fruity tamari mm -hmm. and uh, one of uh, every gift wine I had <laughs> to, uh, to give to her and the girls. And they, they were in their living room um, going through pictures. Mm. And there were thousands of pictures. And we just reminisced for a little while. I didn't want to intrude on, on their private family time because I remember what that was like. It's been five years almost since Frank passed. And you love your friends reaching out, but you also desperately need that private time as a family. So. Kathy Lee talking about the last time she saw her buddy Regis. Um, and, oh, and so much love there. I, right, Lex? I just, wow. I, I love her. And well, here she is. I, this was, this is even better because here she talks about what made them and all of you youngins, um, you probably missed this, um, this era of morning television, but uh, they had, they had something truly special. I mean, a lot of people talk about chemistry. A lot of shows talk about it. But they had something just very unique, and and morning television really had never seen anything like this. The the duo, the yeah. the male female, the man woman duo. Um, it was really Regis and Kathy Lee. I mean, they were pop culture icons, and you knew that was the case when SNL spoofs you. Um, and as they did, uh, here's Kathy Lee talking about the show um, itself and her friendship with Regis. I remember when Regis was on the show, and he said this. And I love this. He said, Kathy Lee, I want you to know the best part of my life, my TV life, was the 15 years I spent with you. Mm. I mean, and you had with Regis magic. Like, I have never <laughs> seen anything like what you, you two had. Why do you think that was the case? What was it? What was it? You know, I think we both came from a place of we've been performers all our lives. So we, we, when we got together, it wasn't, you and I had a different challenge because you had come from the world of journalism. Took us a little bit more. It took time for you to start trusting your, your, your instincts as a performer because you are, you're, you're a better actress than Regis, Regis ever was an actor. But he was an entertainer in, in, to the, in, in, the, to, in his guts and so was I. And so when we came together, although we didn't have a friendship yet, we had a mutual respect for what we had accomplished already in, 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 our, in our careers. And we had the same sense of humor. And, and I wasn't afraid of him, and he sure as heck was not afraid of me. And we just took off like a rocket. Mm -hmm. uh, and we both had this in common, too. We said, we don't want to be a big... We loved being a local piece of slime show. That's what we called ourselves. <laughs> and we had no intentions of becoming bigger than that. We were happy doing that little show. And we always said, we'll never go syndicated unless somebody comes along and just puts us up on, on a satellite and says, don't change anything. 
just be who you are because it works. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens sometimes mm -hmm. when when what we call the suits get involved. They're good at what they do business wise, but they should not mess with what works mm -hmm. chemistry wise on yes. camera. Yes. And we had it <laughs> and we just developed it as the years went on. In today's world, they probably wouldn't have left us on for two years before we really found our tempo. And um, but they did back then. And by the third by the third year of uh, doing the local show, Disney came along and, and and syndicated us and and it changed the landscape of daytime television forever. It, it did. Yeah. Why did I they break that. up, Jason? What happened? Um, what, what she was that? done. She was really done. Um, you know, she went through a lot of public criticism, the 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 clothes debacle. Um, withering criticism about how much he talked about her kids. Um, and she just kind of got fed up with it. And, uh, and I think the suits also did. So it was rather mutual. Um, I say rather at that point too. I don't think so. I think or there was, she... uh, there were rumors. I think their marriage were, was dealing mm, with some rumors. Yeah. Well, oh, so he had right. an affair with that, um, right. that flight attendant. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think it was a culmination of a lot of things. And I think it was one of those rare cases where talent and suits really did mutually agree that it was time to leave. Uh, usually when they say that one of the parties is is really not ready. Do you um, do you remember him on his many, many, many appearances uh, with David Letterman? Oh, that's uh, that's <laughs> yeah. what I loved him for. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, uh, so that's amazing. That's truly what I loved him Great for. Chemistry. I mean, oh, my goodness, because, you know, Letterman was a curmudgeon and acted like Regis was a pest. Right. But in, but in an actuality, just like, you know, <laughs> us with B. Arthur, it worked. Yeah. You know, you, you accepted it because you knew and Dave would say it. Dave would let the curtain down. You knew you 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 didn't think it was mean because you knew in Dave's heart. He loved Reach, yeah, and he really did. Oh, it was yeah. a bit. Uh, he and because he would he would constantly tell Regis right after he would make fun of him. Two seconds later, Dave would say, "There's nobody better at at what you do than you." Right. And and yeah. I think Dave. It came from just truth? like Kathy Lee. Dave could make fun of him because they both knew they came from mutual <laughs> respect. Yes. Yeah. Um. You know. And uh, has he made a statement? Yeah, it's and and like Lex is saying, it, it, it just like Kathy Lee, a very personal, um, very heartfelt, um, very honest, basically saying that. Uh, and this is I almost start crying. He goes, "When Regis left television, I lost interest in television." Oh boy! And wow, uh, yeah, that's a powerful quote. Yeah, oh, he said, "I yeah." He goes, "When Regis left television, that's when I lost interest in television." He said because there was nobody better at the art of conversation on broadcast television than Regis Feldman. He was uh, charming, lovable, and could take a punch. And that's exactly what show business needs out of people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That great, it felt like just boundless energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And again, made people, I said this in the uh, first, made people care about his life. That's not easy. That's no. not easy. Uh, that's a skill. A little bit later, I, I did pull that, uh, you know, because we think of Regis and Kathy Lee, but uh, we can't forget, too, he made a mark in primetime with uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire exactly mm. 20 years ago uh, that debuted. And it was a resurgence for Reg. It made him hip with the youngsters. Um, I have the clip uh, that made TV history. We'll play that a little bit later. But next, The Dirt Alert and Elizabeth Reese. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. 
Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one oh seven one. Everything entertainment, everything well entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn and Kenny, and now Elizabeth Reese joins us with the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Good morning, guys. Hope you had Good a morning. wonderful weekend. You too. The text messages started flying this weekend with the death of Regis Philbin, which was just so Sad, you know, at 88 years old, obviously, I think people kind of expect that that sort of thing could happen at any time. Um, but as Kelly Ripa said this morning on Live with Kelly and Ryan, that Regis was sort of one of those people that you just thought might not die. <laughs> you know, yeah, he was yes, just so larger than life. His energy, yeah. his energy was so big. And it was fun to see so many people on social media post their memories of Regis. You know, I got to meet Regis a couple of times and um, always had a great time with him. And he was just a person who I think loved connecting with people and loved being in front of the camera, regardless of how many people were watching on the other side. It just didn't matter. He just, whether it was millions of people or a thousand people or 10 people, right? he just loved broadcasting. Um, So you're going to see it because Kelly and Ryan haven't aired yet here um, in the Twin Cities. But um, Kelly said that she and Mark and the kids were lucky to be all together when they heard the news and what she said is as people get older, you always know that certain things are inevitable and passing away is one of those things. But Regis is one of the people that we all believed would somehow figure out a way around the inevitable. It was not in the cards, I suppose. And she said she got a text in the morning and it was right before the news came out. And she said, um, I just, or Ryan said he, that Kelly texted him and he said, I just hope this is a rumor and not true. And then Ryan said, I convinced myself it was just a rumor. And then, of course, we saw the news. And Ryan Seacrest, in particular, you know, has a unique look at Regis Philbin because he um, said that he finally felt like he had made it in the industry when he finally worked with Regis Philbin on ABC's Disney Parade. But he had looked up to Regis Philbin for so long throughout his career. And I think anybody anybody who works in lifestyle television certainly looks up to Regis Philbin. I mean, oh, the way the that king. he was able oh, to deliver yeah. a story and connect with people and kind of just talk about not much and talk about it in an entertaining <laughs> way was incredible. I'm glad you said, I'm glad you brought us what 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 Kelly is going to say this morning because we were talking about this earlier, Elizabeth. Uh, we were all, and I can say, I can say we because we all kind of felt the same way. I felt there was a little bit of a misstep with Kelly copy and pasting a joint statement with Ryan as her first statement about yeah. Reed. Yeah. It came across as a little cold, Yeah, you know, cause it was very much a PR written show statement. And I don't know. It just, uh, I, 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 yeah. So I'm glad that she went personal with what she's doing on TV. Cause I was, I was kind of, I, it rubbed me the wrong way. Um, you know, because there are rumors that toward the- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The end, and especially the breakup, they they didn't see eye to eye. But yeah, I, I didn't like that. I thought she should have sent a personal statement 
and not a joint with Ryan. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that, too. I did feel like when I read it, it felt a little distant. It also just felt kind of hasty, like just had to get something out there. Yes. And so let's just get it out there and then figure out how we feel about it. Because I'm sure it was really emotional for her. But you're right. I mean, they didn't, um, you know, she didn't know that he was going to retire until the day that he announced it. Like, they didn't see each other, and they didn't talk that much off the air at all. So they... By design. Right, by by design. design, But then also, like, Mm -hmm. he would... They would walk in, and then it was just like, today I'm announcing this. And she was like, oh, my gosh. And then it was, you know, a year after that. Um, And she, you know, she doesn't have great relationships with people who leave the show. Yes. And she said that then after that, that, they just didn't talk that much. um, Yeah. That they didn't really speak... After, but Regis kind of had his own life and his own yes. thing going on. So, it, and, he, and I think Regis was kind of like once he closed the door on that chapter, he was just ready to move forward. Yeah. yeah. But it is interesting. You know, I, I wonder who it, hmm. it is interesting. Once he closed the door with Kathy Lee, they maintained a relationship. Yeah, they did. She went you know? to Instagram to remember yeah. him saying beautiful. there was there are no words to fully express the love I have for my precious friend Regis. I simply yeah. adored him. And every day with him was a gift. We spent 15 years together bantering and bickering and laughing ourselves silly, a tradition and a friendship we shared up to this very day. There has never been anyone like him, and there never will be. And then Regis, of course, was married to his wife, Joy, who was a famous fill-in on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee and with Kelly. They were married for 50 years, and um, they had three daughters together. And then um, he also had um another other kids with his ex-wife Kay Phelan too. Yeah. But he and Joy were married for fifty years. I love Joy. Wow. I love I know. Her. I love when they would yeah. co-host together. Yes. It's very sweet. But Regis was just he was a joy. I mean yep. he was just so much fun. And what an incredible career. When you look wow. back to I mean if you have some time today to look back at some of the old photos of him, you know, broadcasting at different places, it's really just incredible. And he maintained well, really great hair for a long, long he did. time. He did. <laughs> yeah. That's a major gift in life. Well, I wonder if I he s- never did a furniture fashion show. No, Lex, he never had to. Uh, he didn't have Mike Gale as a salesperson uh, for him. Yeah. Um, and coming up a little bit later, uh, right after the Dirt Alert, uh, the other legacy that Regis left behind, uh, the uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I have yes. the clip of the first millionaire winner that really made TV history. So we'll play that a little oh, bit Oh, that's later. great. Oh, good. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Kanye West visited a Wyoming hospital for anxiety over the weekend after he publicly apologized to his wife, Kim Kardashian, yeah. for spiraling out of control on Twitter. What is going to happen with them, guys? What is going to happen? Uh, source said he's been experiencing a lot of anxiety. He has been surrounded by a lot of people and started to feel really overwhelmed. And so he decided to go to the hospital to get checked out. Then he got there and decided he'd rather be seen at home. So he went home and an ambulance followed. And then Kanye was treated and his doctors say his vitals are normal. He's feeling much better. I don't know, you guys. This whole thing of even going to the hospital sounds bizarre. Like, yeah, just you're Kanye West. You hire doctors to come to your house. You don't like walk into the hospital in the middle of Cody, Wyoming, where tons of paparazzi are just everywhere in the town looking for you. Mm hmm. Right. Watching his every move. And then I think I heard he invited four paparazzi into his ranch. Oh, geez. And then now he's on the ballot in Illinois. He had a busy weekend, guys. Yeah, he he did. did. He, um, in sa- on Saturday afternoon, tweeted, I would like to apologize to my wife, Kim, for going public with something that was a private matter. I did not cover her like she has covered me. 
To Kim, I want to say, I know I hurt you. Please forgive me. Thank you for always being there for me. They're obviously not talking personally. No, I I, I don't know how much longer that marriage is going to survive. I just don't <laughs> think it can for very long. No. There you go, nope. friends. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thank Elizabeth. you for being here. Elizabeth Reese today at 3 in Twin Cities Live. Hey, don't forget about the Cat Video Festival uh, presented by David from First Equity on August 20th. Submit your uh, cat videos now on our website. We'll be back uh, with Alexis's forced movie review assignment. <laughs> oh, a little bit later. Dawn will seek her forced movie <laughs> review revenge on Alexis. Uh-oh. And I don't want to oversell this. I really don't. But I'm screwed. Oh, Lex, let you me tell you. You, you know should what be. it is, Jace? Oh, we, the entire public, everybody knows what it is but you. Um, and Lex, yeah. remember how I felt about you after um, <laughs> Apocalypto? You loved me. Well, I do love you all the time. <laughs> but did I like you after that yeah, movie? Absolutely no. not. No, no. Um, Alexis. Uh, this is going to be one of those times. I'm out Dawn, for blood. Dawn could not. <laughs> You're like, forget Puppet Master. Dawn, that was nice. Dawn, yeah. Dawn Unfortunately, is you are the recipient of this. I don't even care. That dumpster fire of a movie had 7% on Rotten Tomatoes New Year's Eve. It was oh, one of the right. worst things I've ever seen in my life. I had to watch it in two parts. You did? Oh, you had to yeah. stop? Yeah, because oh. it was so bad. I'm like, I can't believe there's a whole hour left of this movie. Oh. She's out for blood, Lex. Yeah. And and unfortunately, you you oh. are the recipient of that. You know what? Let, let's just do it now. Okay, Let me I'm give scared. you. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is so good. Let me give you a, a little drum roll here, yeah. Don. So again, if you missed it, everyone, Don had to watch New Year's Eve last week uh, from Gary Marshall. Wonderful motion picture. Um, oh God. <laughs> wonder, <laughs> wonder. I can't even say that with a straight face, James. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful motion picture. Um, so now the rules state that Alexis or that Alexis now has to watch a horror movie. Here we go. Winner of Best Director at Sundance in 2005, The Witch. Now, here's a little bit of the trailer. Most of it is visual. Uh, Part of it, the whole plot revolves around stealing a baby. Here's some of the trailer. What went we out into this wilderness to find? Leaving our country, kindred, our father's houses. For what? For the kingdom of God. Let us pray. So it takes place in 1630. And you're going to be really annoyed. You're going to be scared and annoyed because they speak in old English the whole time. Already, I'm like, did he just say, let us pray? Let Let us pray. pray. Yeah, you will have a hard time with this. You'll have to watch subtitles. And uh, a baby is stolen. It involves witchcraft, black magic, a possession, and a goat named Black Philip. (laughs) (laughs) You are going to hate this. You're going to be so scared, Alexis. And... um, yeah, there's. Oh. It's a great movie that's very mm. unique. 
Um, but it does take some work. You're going to have to work for this one. And you only have four days to do it, just like oh. I did last week. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm oh. so happy. I'm so happy right now. The mother oh. is played by um, a, a woman who on Game of Thrones was Lysa Aaron. Do you remember her? She breastfed her child and he was like six years old. That lady. Oh, oh, oh. It was oh. Uh, Caitlin Stark's sister. Yes. Okay, the woman up in the tower. Yeah. So the woman that's creepy, that was just out of her mind, she plays the mom, and she's really weird in it. In this oh. one, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'll never forget her breastfeeding her six-year-old. Yeah. And now she's got a goat named Black Phillip. Yeah, now they have, mm-hmm. yeah, she's, um, and they're very, it's all about uh, religion, and it's just creepy and weird, and witches, and the woods are involved. Mm-hmm. And, Jason, I was uh, six years old when I started smoking. Can you imagine a heater in one hand and mom's oh. bosom in the other? Oh, it's, I'm oh. so excited. I just... Uh... Oh, hello, black fella. How you doing? What is going on I cannot wait to hear your review of this because I oh. loved it. Lex, I wish you could see oh. the evil smile on Sweet Dawn's face <laughs> right yeah, now. See? Wow. You can watch it's, it on Netflix, this, by the way. You're welcome. Some evil go- oh, Netflix. Okay. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh you sound like the, you sound like oh. the black oh. 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 Duet. That's that's okay, fantastic. Well, that's uh, all right. Well, yep. I guess uh, mm-hmm. it's spelled with two V's. That? When you search for it, you might. Uh, it'll probably just come the up as the witch. The V's. The W is two V's because yeah. it's like oh, an old English the thing. Vich. The Vitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Have fun really with that. weird. Oh, thanks, Don. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Very, no problem. Right. Very excited oh, about that. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, 8.38. Um, well, we're going back to poor Regis has to follow uh, the, the witch. But, and after talking uh, about breastfeeding. Yeah, it's all right. Regis would find this hysterical. <laughs> so one of the moments, other than live with Regis Lee and Kelly Lee, was, of course, when he got into primetime in the year 2000 for ABC and brought Who Wants to Be a Millionaire to the network. And uh, one of the moments that was recently just named one of the biggest moments in game show history is the first millionaire winner on Millionaire, uh, a gentleman by the name of John Carp- uh, John Carpenter. It aired November 19th, 1999. Just to set the stage of where I picked this clip up, John had not used any of his lifelines. He is now at the $500,000 mark. He just completed that. And now he has made the decision to not walk away to go for the $1 million. I remember watching this in the WCCO newsroom. We were all glued to this. I'll play this in its entirety. Listen to this. Uh, here it is. A one million dollar question. We rarely see these here. Only one of the contestants ever won five hundred thousand on our show. So if you're ready, let's go for the million. Which of these U.S. presidents appeared on the television series Laugh-In? Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford. Um, <laughs> I like the 
call my parents right now. Sure. Use my lifeline, call my parents. What are their names? Uh, um, my father. I'll talk to my father. Does Tom. he have a name? Tom. He does have a name, yes. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> All right. Our friends at AT&T will get uh, your dad on the line, and we'll see if he can help you. Hello? Hello, Tom. Yes. Hi, Regis Philbin here from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Hi. We've got uh, your son, John, uh, with us right now. He's doing pretty well. Good. He's won a half million dollars. Wow. And he's going for a million dollars. <laughs> and he needs your help to get there. Okay. So he's going to come on the line, read a question, four possible answers. One of them is the right answer. And uh, the next voice you hear will be John's. John, you've got 30 seconds. Starts right now. Uh, hi, Dad. Hi. Uh, I don't really need your help, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to win the million dollars. <laughs> Uh, because the U.S. president appeared on Laughing is Richard Nixon. That's my final answer. Well, my gosh. What can I say except, Debbie, you're going to Paris, and this is the final answer heard all around the world. He's won a million dollars. There it is. <laughs> Such a great TV moment. So cool. Such a great moment. Made better by Reach. 841. When we come back, just for Kenny, I pulled a great moment as we wrap up between Reed and Letterman next. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk world 71, everything entertainment, everything creepy goat. I'm Jace with Lex. Black Philip. Black Philip. Oh. Who talks, by the way. Oh, yeah. He does? Yep. Yeah. Oh, hold on a minute. Hold on, let me get the phone. Down. Hello, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Oh, you want to talk to her right now? <laughs> okay, well, let me. <laughs> I'm already scared of you, Black Lex, Phillip. Lex, I, I have Black Phillip on the phone. He wants to say <laughs> something to you. Oh, yeah, no. hold on a minute. Dawn, can you go ahead and punch up Black sure, Phillip, please? Here we go. Yes, sir. What's that like to live deliciously? Yes. What's that like to see the World. Oh, we'll, we'll call you back later, Black Phillip. That's Phillip. Go ahead. it. That is that it. Is the that's the good. That's the voice of Black Phillip. Oh my so god! So look forward to that. Oh, you have that little clip. I'm scared. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a good phone he, call. He doesn't sound like a goat. What the heck? Mm. He's a demon, Lex. What do you win? No. No. Oh, I can't oh. wait to hear what you have to say. I can't either. Oh, there we go. Hopefully, maybe, maybe, maybe a Black <laughs> Phillip will call throughout the week. Maybe we'll just get a couple phone calls of Black <laughs> Phillip calling throughout the week. Just to have you watch just, the movie yet. That's right, because he talks like this. Eight, oh. oh, the witch. Alexis's forced movie review this Friday. <laughs> it is uh, It is 849. We've been paying tribute to Regis uh, Feldman all, all morning long. And uh, Kenny mentioned this, and Lord knows uh, we all love uh, Letterman on here. One of uh, Regis's great skills was not only that he could be a great talk show host, but he was also an amazing talk show guest. And and that's, again, 
uh, one of the pieces of the recipe of what made Regis such a good broadcaster. Well, here's just a little fun moment uh, on on Letterman to give you an example of their great banter and the relationship. Uh, this is from 2005. Uh, this is two days before Oprah Winfrey finally. Uh, returned to Dave's show. Remember, he had the Oprah diary. Uh, she wouldn't come on his show for like 10 years. And finally, uh, this uh, she had agreed. But Regis is rubbing it, rubbing it into Dave what a great relationship he has with Oprah. Uh, just to rib him, here's a little bit of this. Now, uh, has Oprah ever been on your show? Four or five times in the last six months. Sure. <laughs> Six months. Oh, here she is, Oprah. Come on out here. That's like once a month. What's the big deal? Well, I don't know. You tell me. What do you do? Because here's what you should do. Now I know you're a master at this. Mm -hmm. When a pretty girl comes out, oh, there's you. You think you're Cary Grant? You're not Cary Grant. You're David Letterman from Indiana. The pretty girl. Oh, believe me. <laughs> the pretty girl comes out, yeah. and there is a meeting like nobody delivers right. on television. Yeah. You come over here, and you put your arm around her, and you whisper in her ear. That's right, little words of encouragement. For an interminable length of time. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a kiss, and then you gallantly show her to a seat. Escort her to the seat. The first time I saw that was about ten years ago, right. and it was Joan London. Mm. I oh, couldn't wait Joan to get London. to Joan London, and I said to her, what is he whispering yeah, to you yeah. in your ear? And she said, you want to know? I said, I did really want to know. What was it he said? She said, he said, I hate my tie. But I won't lie to you, I'm, I'm nervous. I have some trepidations about Oprah coming on because well, I, I was on her list for 16 years. She wouldn't give me the time of day. Right. And we called her once or twice a week to try and get her on the show. Yeah. Would never happen. Now she's come on. I'm afraid I will screw it up and we'll never see her again. What should I do? Just lay low and not say anything? Let her do all the talking? Yes. <laughs> Regis on Letterman in 2005. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> oh, they just had such an easy rapport with each other. Uh, just they were really friends. They too. were legit friends. They really were. And uh, Forrester, no, no. And uh, Regis obviously was part of Letterman's uh, final show, or I'm sorry, final week of shows. Uh, not the final show, but he came out uh, the second to last show during the monologue. Uh, listen to a little bit of this. Right in the middle of the show, but we, uh -oh. you're welcome. What can I do you? What brings you here? I can't believe you're ending this show. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I look around, Ed Sullivan should see this place now. You yeah, know? it's beautiful, isn't it? Anyway, been coming here, you know, for decades. That's right. <laughs> decades! You, I believe you've been here uh, over 150 times more than any other That's single right, guest. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Right. It actually actually seems like more than 150, but we looked it up and it's, it's only 150. <laughs> but now you're leaving. Yeah, that's right. So where does that leave Regis? I don't care. <laughs> where am I going to go? I don't know. These I, people don't know where I am. I got my own problems. I can't get over this. Well, I have an idea. Yeah, what's that? How about I make an appearance on your last show? 
Because you need help. <laughs> well, that part is correct. Uh, last show, sorry, book solid, sorry. <laughs> Get, I'm sorry, we couldn't even squeeze you in for this bit. We're... <laughs> oh, that was the second to last show with the final appearance of Regis on the late show with David Letterman. So, no. oh, what a good, just sincerely, uh, what a master, man. He, a good host, good guest. And that's hard to be. I mean, it's hard to do one of those things. It's almost impossible to find someone that can be both of those things. And uh, and, and that was Reg, man. That was, that was Regis. So I'm going to be curious. Oh, go ahead. Now I'm going to be curious to watch what uh, Kelly says today. Uh, Me too. They, they are live, so that'll be it'll be good to watch. I look forward to hearing what she has to say, and and then Ryan too, because anybody that does a job like that, um, everybody owes a tip a tip of the hat to to Mr. Philbin because oh, we all do. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing, special broadcaster for sure. And yeah. Moments like this just remind you how precious life is, and just. You know, just to, especially now with the pandemic, you know, looking around, just going, wow, did I say, you know, Mm -hmm. that I really care about, you know, the people around me? So, you guys, I love you. I love you. I hope you know that. Are you talking to me? I am talking to you. (laughs) I love you. I love you. You're not, no, you're not talking to me. Yeah, I am. You know what, Kenny? Because your voice sounds so good today. That's oh, yeah, that's, that's it. Why, oh, that's yeah. I wish Kenny was here every day. I can't blame you. I, I know. People. More. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little turned on. I really am. I'm a little turned on today. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the end of the show. Well, there I'll we go. That's on, that it. on that note, uh, that's going to do it for us. Don and Steve coming up next. If you're a kid uh, listening, being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Remember, we love you. We love you all. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. It's a beautiful day.